the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And we got the winning combination once again in here for you today. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Sitting in for Rich is Lucy Polito. And actually, we should probably quit saying sitting in for because you're pretty much a regular of the show. I am becoming a regular, and I I look forward to it every week. All right. Once again, Lucy Polito, and she is a volunteer at SCORE. Rich is spending some time with his family, but uh, we thank you for spending some time with us. And, of course, this is all about SCORE and what SCORE has to offer and it has so very much to offer. That's why we can come on here every week and have something different to talk about. And, uh, you know, BizFest is coming up. That's a great opportunity to get to know the folks at SCORE if you haven't already. And it's one of the best business networking opportunities of the year, right, Lucy? It most certainly is. May 2nd, we look forward to seeing a lot of the listeners. It will be uh, great to meet many of these folks, and I'm sure you're all wondering, what does Chris look like and what do I look like? <laughs> so I'm right. trying to rapidly get on a diet so I don't look so bad. All right, Rich will be there too, of course, and this will be May 2nd, starting at noon in the Orlando Fashion Square, the Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Orlando Fashion Square on the west end there. The easiest thing to do is park in the parking garage on the west side. And then just look for the vines on the wall or just look for the crowd of people heading in. And that'll take you to the National Entrepreneur Center, which, by the way, is open five days a week, you know, business hours, business days. And SCORE is just one of the great organizations that are in there. Right now, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce has really been busy over there. The African-American Chamber of Commerce is there. You have uh, the uh, import-export federal organization over there. I mean, just a lot of stuff going on over there. And, uh, by the way, the Entrepreneur Center's website is nationalec.org. That's nationalec.org. But, of course, this show is more about, in particular, SCORE. And the SCORE website is there are actually two because it's a national organization and they have a local website as well. For the local office here, the local branch, so to speak, it's orlando.score.org, orlando.score.org. That's where you'll see the BizFest updates, and you'll be able to sign up for BizFest. It is a free event, but we'd like you to go ahead and sign up so they'll have a name badge and everything for you there at the door where you can check in. But if you don't, you can just come in that day. And once again, it starts at noon, but it won't finish till about 8 or 8.30. Correct. And it would be, I would encourage everybody to look at the website because that tells you all the subjects that we're going to be covering and what time they will be available. So, you know, we are happy to welcome everyone for the, best about the whole afternoon, I guess, and part of the night. Yeah. But if you're only interested or you only have a chance to go at one thing, look at the website and see what uh, subject is of most interest to you. There'll be, there'll be speed counseling. 
There'll be professionally done headshots there. These, these are going to be provided for free. There'll also be roundtable discussions, as uh, yes. Lucy was saying, on specific topics. So all of these will be available at BizFest. But, of course, SCORE does so very, very much more throughout the year. And once again, at that website, orlando.score.org, you can see all the various offerings that SCORE has. And they're doing things every week. They have now, on a weekly basis, the Coffee with a Leader series. Correct. Bi-weekly basis, Lunch with a Leader series. And then weekly, they have have seminar offerings that they have, uh, both the basic seminars and the more, if you will, advanced seminars. And all of this, once again, you can find at Orlando.score.org. Now, remember, it is also a national organization. Excuse me. The national website is simply score.org. And if you have a friend or family member somewhere in other parts of the country, you can refer them to score.org, and they can find out where their local SCORE office is. And uh, it is a great organization. has, I think it's over like 15,000 volunteers. Something like that, yeah. But uh, we'll be talking about some of the things that SCORE has been doing here recently throughout the show today. But once again, don't forget, excuse me, BizFest, because it is coming up soon. That's Wednesday, May the 2nd at noon. And, of course, we will be doing a live remote broadcast of my other radio program, The American Adversaries, there that afternoon at 5 o'clock. So you'll be able to come in and uh, see how we do that as well. And and, uh, so... Come on out, and, and as Rich likes to say, the best part is it wraps up with the cocktail party. That's right, and that's what we all look forward to. <laughs> Absolutely. I had some great wine there last year, yes. too. Uh, and uh, So come on out Wednesday, May the 2nd for BizFest in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. Okay, we also uh, like to introduce as regularly as we can other people who are involved with SCORE. Because, as Lucy has said, they come from all different walks of life, right? They certainly do, and uh, I think that's what makes SCORE so interesting and so valuable. Absolutely, because you have those different perspectives from people having already done the things that you are trying to do out there with your business. So I'd like to uh, introduce today Harry Hecht, who is the social, I understand, the social media guru over at SCORE. Is that right, Harry? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. That's what they call me. I do a lot of coaching at SCORE focused on social media, but my, my background has been in sales and marketing. Okay, well, we'd like to find out a little bit about the background of our guests here. And we usually start off by uh, asking, are you from this area? I relocated from New Jersey to the Orlando area uh, four years ago. I'm originally uh, from Texas, but became involved in SCORE in the southern New Jersey area where I lived for 33 years before moving here. Okay, well, let's kind of figure out how you got from Texas to New Jersey to here. Um, did you like grow, grow up and go to school and everything in Texas? Yeah, originally from Texas, went to Texas Tech University. Then after I graduated Texas Tech with a degree in marketing and, and management, uh, I decided to, t- to visit my sister who was living in New York City. And at the time, I, I figured, why not start my career in the New York area? And it, it didn't work out that I, I was, was able to find a career in New York area, but I've had a friend and lived in the Philadelphia area. I was able to get a sales job in the technology industry back in the early 80s. So I decided to settle in in that South Jersey, Philadelphia market and ended up having most of my working career there. And so I moved down here four years ago. My mother lives in the Altamont Springs area and came down here to, to, to be next to her. All right. Well, good. So you were in sales and marketing, kind of in the old school, if you will, more or less 
before all the social media apparatus was in uh, in vogue and in, in play. Yeah, when I started, you know, your social media was putting your shoes on and walking a lot of miles and meeting a lot of people and knocking a lot of doors. So right. that's where I started in down-the-street sales selling copier equipment. Um, and it wasn't the Xerox equipment. It was with the, some of the original Japanese manufacturers that had come into the United States and started to sell copiers door-to-door in the Philadelphia area. So, Was it like Wang or something like that? It was uh, Royal Business Machines, which okay. was the original typewriter maker, and they'd introduced copiers here in the United States. So it was, it was a wild ride for sure. Well, the point being, you've obviously seen things change quite a de- quite a lot over the the years. Oh yeah, you know, back when I started, really your your face to face contact networking was done face to face, you know, in different network groups or meeting people at a social function. Now you can leverage that so many more times by using the social media and meet people and arrange prospect prospect meetings without even leaving your, your office. It's good and bad. The good thing about it is that you can obviously meet, meet a lot of people and set up meetings. The bad thing about it is it becomes, it's become somewhat impersonal. Um, and the selling tactics that were used before where you got in to meet the decision maker and, and the secretary would basically screen you from getting in. A lot of those <laughs> techniques are kind of out the window. Now it's right. like a click and uh, an introduction via an email and maybe a phone call down the road. Yeah, that that maybe it's a good thing Rich isn't here today, Lucy, because that always gets him so riled up. Yeah. You know, that impersonal touch uh, that we have today, and you kind of saw the same things too, Lucy, when you were at American Express. That, I did because it, American because, Express uh, had to be on the cutting edge of the new technologies. Yes, they were uh, on the cutting edge. But you know, the one thing about American Express that even though they're obviously as automated as anybody, any big business is today. They never really lost the customer service part of it. And I think that's part of what's missing in many businesses today. You know, no matter what, everybody expects to have good service. Now, the millennials, they expect, I'm not sure they're so crazy about service. They're more crazy about speed. You know, how fast can you answer? Uh, But I think, you know, customer service at the end of the day is what it's all about. So, uh, Harry, you found your way down here. Had you already known about SCORE when you were still up in Philadelphia, New Jersey area. How did you get involved with SCORE? Uh, my father had told me about it. I think I was in my mid-40s, um, and I was starting to volunteer part-time for the SCORE chapter in southern New Jersey, um, in the Cherry Hill area, uh, two nights a week, and just started to, to coach small businesses on marketing operations, You know, just sharing my, my years of experience running businesses because I was not only running – international businesses, I ended up running some regional businesses as well. So I found myself able to share a lot of my knowledge, and eventually we started using social media to market the sport chapter, but I also had experience marketing the business that I was operating at the time, and it was a copier dealership in southern New Jersey. So, And LinkedIn was the platform that we were using a lot. So, you know, this was kind of the infancy of social media when it came to using it for business and just became somewhat of a self-taught expert in it and saw the value in using it to gain uh, traction with prospects um, using it to find employees, uh, using it to, you know, file competition. It just became a real information source that helped, you know, not only me in my career, but the businesses I was coaching, just stay abreast of things. Now, you said you went to Texas Tech and you got a degree in marketing. Did you just sort of have to throw that degree out the window as things changed over time, or were there certain basics that never change over time? Well, the foundation of marketing is really identifying who your client is, who your customers are going to be, and then you know, creating a message, be it uh, visual or verbal, to, to, to get them interested in your value proposition. The only thing that's changed is the platform for communicating that. 
So by taking your message and using a, a website or a social media platform and getting out there in social media space or the web space, all it did was um, allow you to broaden your scope and get more people involved as opposed to somewhat of a, of a you know, manual process that took a lot more time. But also because you can, correct me if I'm wrong, identify your target market more precisely does it mean extra work in the sense that you sort of have to cater each message to each sort of individual group within that demographic? Well, in other words, you, men and women in the same age group or something like that. Well, depending upon your product, and it all comes down to your message and, and, and your proposition, if it's a product or a service. Once you identify that, and, and, and for example, the business I was running was a business-to-business enterprise that sold imaging equipment, copiers. So my focus was on businesses that had 25 and above employees that were in a certain radius of my business, and they had a certain amount of sales, and they might be a producer of products, they might be a server of product. But one thing is for sure, they all have one thing in common, they need to copy something. Right. Some copied more than others, like a print shop or a hospital might have to do more. So we focused more our message on the people who were doing a lot of printing to be able to get access to their needs and their dislikes and likes and to see if we could market to them using our product and our services. So, yeah, once we identified the customer, we created, you know, created messages directly to those specific entities uh, to be able to prospect to them. And each salesperson had some, in most cases, had their own message as well because uh, they're a product as well of our company, the people who represent us in the field. I, I think that's actually one of the advantages now is that you can – even in this impersonal way, you can get more direct with your potential clients. No question. From real estate to door-to-door sales, you know, you can check somebody out and their company without before you even have them answer the phone. So you, you have to have a presence and you need to have some credibility because you can be thinned out much easier than you could before with just meeting a person randomly. Now you can check out their bio and everything they've sold. If they have complaints on them, I mean, nothing's hidden. Okay. Well, the clock is thinning out on us right now, so we're going to have to take a break. But when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Harry Hecht. He is a volunteer at SCORE, and we'll continue the conversation as to how he became a volunteer and what his specialty is over there. Okay, and once again, uh, by the way, he's going to be at BizFest as well, so you'll have the opportunity to meet him there May the 2nd. That's Wednesday, starting at noon in the Orlando Fashion Square, the National Entrepreneur Center. So please stick around, though, because we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, this is the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And so often we are on here talking about marketing because that's one of the main factors in that winning combination, if you will. If you can't find the customers, you probably ain't going to have an easy time finding the business. So uh, that's where great volunteers like Harry Hecht come in. He is, of course, a volunteer at SCORE, as is Lucy Polito, who's in the studio with me today. I am Christopher Hart. And, Harry, we were just talking about how you sort of made your way up around the country down here to the Central Florida area. You had begun to be a volunteer for SCORE in New Jersey. Evidently, you liked the experience because you sought to continue it when you got down here. Have you been a volunteer here ever since you got to Central Florida? It's one of the first things I did. Uh, you know, I actually continued to work with 22 businesses uh, from New Jersey. Virtually, I was coaching them, continued to coach with them since I was working with them so many years. And then got involved with uh, this chapter here and started to work in the system here and start to coach and meet clients here. So each each 
environment was much different. The businesses up north uh, that I was coaching were much more mature. Down, I found out here in the Orlando area, there's a lot of startups and entrepreneurship from uh, as a function of UCF and Disney and a lot of different companies that are that are moving this area. So, you know, different clients and different challenges. So, enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, you know, that's another opportunity for SCORE counselors that we all face a different challenge because this is a different market from the Northeast for sure. So it's it's a challenge. Now, you since you've been volunteering here at SCORE, you've been focusing in on uh, social media marketing. That, that In other words, that would be your field of expertise? Yeah, we found, you know, with my background, which is sales and marketing, operations, finance, a little bit of everything, that it, the chapter has over 60 volunteers. And one of the areas that the chapter was a little weak on, we didn't have a lot of bench strength, was with social media coaching. So I've been doing most of that over the last couple of years, but I've also done some other uh, assistance as well in marketing and, and sales management and human resources. I can tell you this, whenever we have, uh, whenever I'm in the office in the afternoon and somebody always has a request for something in social, I have to look for uh, Harry right. and uh, his appointments. I mean, his time is totally booked always because he is the guy we count on. <laughs> Uh, he is a volunteer at SCORE. You are also presenting some of the seminars or classes as well, if I understand. Yeah, I was doing the social media boot camp, uh, and now I'm doing some lunch with a le- uh, There's a lunch with a leader I'm doing on in June that's focused okay. on leveraging social media for nonprofits. Um, okay. So I volunteer wherever I can and share my knowledge. But, yeah, I do, I do lunch with a leader uh, at least once or twice a year, and I do uh, some occasional seminars too. And once again, you can go to the SCORE website to find out when and where Harry is going to be making presentations for SCORE, and that's orlando.score.org. Also, if you go over there seeking this type of advice, a good chance that you'll have a counseling session with Harry, correct? Correct, yeah. A lot of the clients come to us. It's amazing. They come to us saying, I need social media help. And they've jumped probably four or five steps forward because we found out they don't really have a, a business plan. They're not even <laughs> sure what they're going to sell or what they're going to do. In the meantime, they want to go ahead and get their Facebook page set up. So right. I try to set them back to the first stage one, and then I coach them through the process, and then eventually we get to the fun stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, is that a factor that a lot of people understand the social media a bit more than they understand about you know, having a business? Yeah, I think uh, the newer generation of, of people coming out of business school have been involved in social media their whole lives. So they think that that is the business right. in and of itself, which it can be if you're an email marketer or you're uh, an eBay type shop and that's going to be your business. You know, that that is the foundation. But in most cases, it's strictly uh, a, 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 an outlet or a, for, a platform for you to promote whatever your value proposition is. So until we know what that's going to be and who your audience is going to be, it's really hard to put, hard to put together a social media strategy after, you know, for specific clients if we're not sure who they are yet. It's sort of trying to put the cart before the Absolutely. horse type thing. Yep. You have to have that uh, horsepower to pull the wagon, so yep, to speak. That's very common. Right. right. So, uh, but the, once again, this is what's, because score is sort of a one-stop shop in this sense, that if, you know, you come in and, and you, you you think you know what you want and you go to that person and they realize, well, you need a little bit more background before you, we can really do something for you, they don't send you down the street. They send you basically to somebody else at SCORE. So they, they, they have it all there for the entrepreneur. And, and once again, they work closely with the SBA and other organizations to provide you with those other fundamentals that they don't have in, in the way of advice and schooling. So, but now to get back to Harry, 
Um, by the way, uh, your website is harryhecht at weebly.com. Yeah, I use that as a, as a platform, as, and I'm primarily on LinkedIn. That shows uh, I actually use that as my website since I'm social media focused. Okay. You can actually use social media as, as a primary website, which I've done with LinkedIn for many years. Okay, and of course, if you call over at SCORE, and by the way, the phone number for SCORE, which I forgot to give out earlier, is 407-420-4844. That's 407 407- Four two zero forty eight forty four, and request Harry. They will help you set up an appointment. Uh, but as, uh, as as Lucy said, he's in high demand. Yes, he is. Uh, so, but once again, he'll be there at BizFest. Uh, I don't think you're making any formal presentations, although you could be available for a speed counseling or Correct. something yep. like yes. that, right? So, once again, Harry will be there at BizFest, as will many of the volunteers uh, at SCORE. So. Please do plan on coming out. And once again, that's Wednesday, May the 2nd at noon in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall National Entrepreneur Center. And so you 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 counsel, you you teach the classes, and I, I see that you also are well-schooled on what SCORE has been up to. Yeah, you know, um, SCORE is such a wonderful organization. They've helped so many different uh, businesses throughout the, the years. I mean, we have over 10,000 volunteers. There's over 300 chapters in the country, and it's still, unfortunately, a well-kept secret. I think the promotion has been a little better nationwide. But, you know, we're responsible for creating uh, over 54,000 new businesses in the country last year. And Last over, year alone, uh, last 2017? Year, and 61,000 new jo- you know jobs created. So you can tell by the ratio there's a lot of owner-operators out there, but the goal is to coach them and mentor them through their strategic plan and to get them to add employees and actually stimulate the economy. The fun, uh, some interesting news is that 60% of those new new businesses were uh, were owned by women. Uh, 39% of them were from minorities and then 11% uh, from veterans. And I know that our chapter here in Orlando is focused a lot on veterans. Yes, we have. Um, there's a lot of them coming back from military service that have ideas and want to start things and they don't know where to go, they come to us because they, they know, most of them do know about SCORE. And we have a specific boot camp program for them uh, to get started, to find a business, be it a franchise or create an idea, uh, to help them, you know, manage or transition from, from service to being an entrepreneur. I believe there's an office. Isn't there also a National Entrepreneur Center that focuses on helping uh, veterans? Yes. Okay, so once again, uh, school. And, you know, Rich is uh, has uh, helped out. Yeah. He's a veteran. Been he's yeah. also been involved in those veteran right uh, sessions. Yeah, yeah, uh, job fairs and things like yeah. that. Um, so once again, score. You know, they're they're networking with some other organizations right there close by, um, and score. Once again, this was just last year alone. Uh, you said fifty one thousand new businesses. Uh, help, and these are businesses that are getting off on the right foot. In other words, these are folks who have come to score for advice and mentorship and, and help starting their businesses. Yeah, I, ideally, you know, forty three percent of them were pre startup, meaning they're thinking about starting something, and that's ideal for us because then we can look at the their idea, start them with a business plan, see if it's financially doable based on whatever resources they have, put together a plan for them to launch. Uh, you know, look at the competition, take them through all, so they're not risking whatever savings that they have on an idea that hasn't been properly researched. So if we if we get them at 43% when they pre-start, then 20% are actually at startup, meaning they have a viable idea, they have resources, and now it's time to execute. Um, and 35% of all the clients that come to SCORE in 2017 were in operation, meaning either a year or two, 
and they're coming to us for either a stagnated or running into a specific problem, be it cash flow or marketing help, which we see, and we help coach them. So, you know, our goal is not to be a one-and-done type of organization. It's really for them to get into our system, look at our resources, we use our people, you know, take our seminars, continue to improve, modify their approach, and continue to grow. I mean, I, I've been working with some businesses for five or six years, um, and that's that's the return that all of us get to see a successful enterprise start yeah. and then be successful. And I think the important thing to remember is that SCORE will take the person from the very beginning all the way through. And as uh, Harry has said, I mean, some, most of us have clients that we have been dealing with for the five, six years, you know, we just because as businesses grow, so do problems may grow and they need some help. So we will take them by the hand all the way. Yep. As businesses grow, things change and you get yes. new challenges that come along the way. That's right. Uh, you know, success brings challenge, more challenges. But it, to be sure now, though, it's not SCORE's purpose to come in and take over your business and no. run it for you. What they're there to do is educate and advise. We are just the hand that's right. holding them. Right. That's exactly right. They're there to educate you and advise you. To, so that you will be in a better position to make the decisions that you will end up making yourself. And, but it's, it's great advice and it's great education. And you can't, there's no school that you can go to and get the education you can get from SCORE because it's, it's street learning, right? And it's, it's, it's people who have been there, done that. And, you know, book learning has got its values. But at the end of the day, in the business world, you want that street knowledge. And when you can get that and the fundamentals that you get with SCORE, you're really in a far better position to be a success. And when you get it for free, <laughs> how can you I beat mean, that? how can you possibly beat that deal? <laughs> absolutely. So the mentorship program is absolutely free. All the counseling that these folks do, no charge whatsoever. The Lunch with the Leader series is free. And now because of the sponsorships, there's uh, the, the, I mean, the, 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 breakfast, the breakfast, the Coffee with a Leader series is free. And because there's a sponsor, I think now the lunch series is free or is going to be free. Well, we're hoping that it okay. will be free. Okay, all right, yes. that's it's still in the work. But there's a minimal charge for that, and that's for your lunch. Right. Now, the, some of the regular educational seminars, there is a charge, but it's very minimal. It's like 30 bucks, And you come out of there with a handful of material and the education you'll get. And it's it's virtually priceless. And as I said, you you, you can't go and buy this at a school. You, you you know you'll go down and you'll get all the textbooks and everything, but you won't get that experience that you get at SCORE. And and that's the I think that's the key. It's the experience. I mean, yes, you're right. I mean, books can be helpful. We've all been to college, and uh, you know we we know that it can be helpful. But um, we have all been in our own way in our own business successful. And uh, we've also suffered the pain. So we'd like to share all of that. The success that uh, you, we have has, has a cost. So come on down there to score and let some of their success rub off on you. In the meantime, we have to take another break. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Harry Hecht. And he is the social media guru, the marketing guru over at SCORE. And you need to take advantage of his knowledge as well as as much of the other knowledge they have to offer over there as you can. Once again, you can go to orlando.score.org to sign up for all of their seminars, including the lunch series that Harry will be uh, presenting in June. That's orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score?
Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up that winning combination for your business. Lucy Polito is sitting in. Well, I, I guess i got to quit saying that. Lucy Polito is here from Score with me today, Christopher Hart. And our guest also from Score is Harry Hecht. And uh, he is the social media guy over there at Score. And we were just talking during the break. Not only can you visit Score's website, but you can also visit the Facebook page where you got a lot of information going on there. Is that right? Yeah, our Facebook page is, you know, our, our method of communicating with our potential clients as well as existing uh, users of our facility. So it has all the, you know, lunch with the leader, all of our activities. You can register for BizFest through the link. You can also, uh, every day, there will be some information shared that will help your business, regardless of the type of business you are, be it, be it marketing, operations, finance, tax laws. We try to share information relative to for small business. So it's a good place. It's a good resource to start your day with. And that's Score Orlando on Facebook. Yes. Now, it's interesting because, okay, now you're the social guy. And is Facebook the platform for Score? In other words, the ideal way to reach the people that Score is wanting to reach? Yeah, we started off when I first took over the social media job here for the uh, chapter. We had everything set up. We had we had Google, we had Twitter, we had Facebook, we had everything, but, but we really had no activity. We weren't sure what to do with the strategy. So I took the first couple months and, and just tried to figure out where our people were engaging us. So primarily, one, you need to have a website. So our website was up and active. We we're trying to get content that was focused on the people that we were serving. And then since Facebook is the largest platform in the world and everybody's using it socially, usually with their families or some sort, we figured that would be a place to start. Um, over the last couple of years, Facebook has become a very popular business type of site where you can actually put your business on there and people can rate you or find about, find out about you. So we decided to put more of our content on there and that's been pretty much our, our focus over the last two years on top of email marketing. So we have a newsletter and we use a company called constant contact and inside the newsletter, it will show all our events along with links and a links to register will, will, will click back to our website for registration. And we also send it, you know, share that information on Facebook. So that's pretty much our ecosystem is our webpage, our Facebook page, and the newsletter. And that has served us well, probably over 11,000 um, people in our database that we have either visited with or who are connected with us for, for some reason. So people can sign up for the newsletter on either Facebook or the website. Yes. And is, the, is it a better strategy for any business to be more focused like that? In other words, you have chosen – everybody needs a website, like you said. Yes. But you have focused in on Facebook as your other tool, so to speak. Is it better to do that than rather than have all the other ones? Yeah, I believe so. You, you know, when you start with your marketing plan, which is a, you know, part of your business plan. So we look at the, business, the marketing plan and go, okay, what, is the, what are the areas and the tools that we want to use to promote our business? So in SCORE's case, or anybody's case – you have to identify who you want to who you want to serve and where are they getting their information. So we we uh, recommend no more than two to three social media tools. There's God knows how many, fifteen out there. Right. You can't manage that many effectively. So the top three, based on your demographic and the people you're focusing on, we we recommend that of which Facebook is going to be on everybody. So, and it could be Twitter, it might be Instagram. After that, it could be something different. But they need to decide on a couple of them. And we have actually part of our uh, seminars are trying to is the process of selecting that, going through how to do that, and then testing it. Once you're in, you, you choose the platform, you start to share information. Is the measuring the return on on what you're putting out there? 
and the platforms will provide you with information. Yeah, to all the analytics are available to you from Facebook or Instagram. You can see who the users are, who's clicking on your content, and you know we do it every day at Score. I can see when I post a video or a picture, it gets three times the amount of views than something that's just verbiage. Yeah, I want to stress for a minute too that it's important. You just said that this is your marketing plan. It's going to be part of your business plan. And so this is going to be one of the earlier decisions you're going to make. And choosing which platform to use needs to be an early decision, and there needs to be some thought and research put into it so that you don't go spinning your wheels. You have to spend a lot of time doing nothing in Facebook. On, on, on social media in general, it can really be a time waster if you're not strategic in how you approach it. And as you said, a lot of younger folks, millennials and others, you know, they understand the social media, f- Facebook and all of this, and they're kind of anxious to put that knowledge to use. But once again, you can sort of be putting the cart before the horse if you don't have those other basics and fundamentals set up, which may actually direct you in a different area than you thought was going to be the best platform for you. It, it happens 75 percent of the time with the people who, who approach me for social media help. It always comes back, and I recommend they go to Starting Your Business 101 <laughs> seminar. It's usually on a Saturday, on a Friday, and, and it's basically vetting your idea and making sure it's, a val- you know, it's, it's doable and it makes sense, and then putting the, the finance to it and then the marketing piece, right. and then putting wrapping it all together and then, then you know, getting some coaching, right. tweaking it a little bit, and then deploying it. Because yeah. our, our goal at SCORE is not to judge the idea, to say, you know, what are you, crazy? Why would you do a, have a business <laughs> like that? Our goal is to say, look, you figure it out. We're going to help you market, research, and test it before you put in all of your blood, sweat, and tears into it. All right. So the whole point is you have to have that business idea, the business model, and everything worked out. The business comes before the platform. You can't be thinking out there, I really love Facebook, and I know how to use or whatever it is, so I'm going to have a business that I can do on that. It, that's going about it backwards. Correct. So once again, but now, okay, how about LinkedIn? You mentioned a while ago you use LinkedIn, and you can find Harry at LinkedIn. Uh, it's Harry Hecht, H-E-C-H-T, Harry Hecht on LinkedIn. What about LinkedIn? I, w- I would have thought that that would have been an important one for SCORE. Um, it, it, for for SCORE, you know, we're focused, the, the platform for LinkedIn is focused pretty much on business, business to business, as well as people who are looking for work or people who are looking to find workers. Right. So from score standpoint, we do have a LinkedIn page, but it's not where 99% of our users are spending their time. So we, again, Facebook has been good for us. We might deploy another strategy and widen our, our scope. But if, if everybody knows we're on Facebook and that's where we can engage them and they like us for the information we're giving them, we'll stick with that platform and, and keep, you know, promoting it and making it better. From my standpoint, uh, as a business coach and a consultant, you know, my, my resume or my bio on LinkedIn has been able to be search optimized where I am able to get work throughout the world on coaching different businesses or, or capitalists and venture people that are looking for help from me. They're able to find me on LinkedIn. So for me, it's been a very effective website replacement, so to speak, to promote my business. But it's also a great place for if you're looking for uh, workers to staff your business where you can go ahead and start to follow other industries or certain people that you admire or people you possibly want to recruit or just connections that you might have met at a, uh, at the BizFest. Right. Um, so it does have use. It's just not a primary use for a score. doesn't mean it can't be. But today we're focused on, on two primarily. Okay. I think it's very interesting that he says, uh, and, and kind of I learned that today, 
that it's a wonderful place to go look for employees, especially if you are in a particular field because it narrows it down. So if you need someone who's a specialist in something, that is a place to find it. Yeah, if you're if you're a, a, a restaurant, you're going to open up and you need a, a, a chef. Um, more than likely, if you have a, a, a chef that's gone to school and has had a number of career positions and is dynamic, more than likely have a LinkedIn page. So you can search geography by, you know, skill set, location, history. If they work for specific, let's say you're looking for somebody who worked at Darden. You can put Darden into the search uh, engine and you can find cooks or managers that worked at Darden that might help your restaurant. Right, right. Let me ask you, though, about Facebook. Uh, I'd sort of be remiss if I didn't because they've been in the news a lot lately. Um, do you see anything of, of the advantages of using Facebook changing because of what's been going on, politically speaking, with uh, Facebook? Well, I think that, you know, th- there's a security issue with electronic data generally. You know, between all the breaches of, you know, credit card information and the Equifax breach, Facebook is now basically part of that, almost self-inflicted by the data that they're cre- they're collecting that is somewhat useful, very useful to a business. Sure. Um, that being compromised is a concern, and it could hurt that platform long-term for businesses that want to get behind that. So, But I, I don't think any platform is immune from that. Um, they have to address it, and the information that they're gathering, you know, they have to be transparent about it. And so people know that when they click on a Facebook page that, you know, they're getting certain information and being shared back to a company, which can help them market to them. That's useful for business. But it's also if you're doing it without them knowing it, it is it is a, a trust issue, integrity issue. I think that's the crux of it is that people are, haven't been very clear, although Mark Zuckerberg did make an excellent point. He says the information that we're collecting, you're voluntarily putting on your Facebook pages. So we're not. You know, doing any analytics that we're doing a background search on you or something, we're using the information that people put on Facebook. And, of course, it's advantageous to use that to understand who the users are and, and Yeah, I think the big issue dislikes. is if Facebook is gathering data and using it for the, the benefit of advertisers, it's really who it's being shared with is going to be the issue with the users. If it's used by Facebook to help promote products and services that might help you that you might not have come across – based on what you're doing during the day on Facebook, then that's one thing. But if it's being sold to other parties without your knowledge and you're getting information about you that's that's confidential, uh, albeit you you agreed to share it with Facebook, that doesn't mean you agreed to share it with everybody. Right. In other words, there is information you share with Facebook that's not on your page. Right. All right. So and that's, once again, and and it is an issue of trust. And I'm sure it will be worked out probably in the form of a disclaimer where you'll have a more obvious choice as to yeah. what will be done with your information. Yeah, if a client comes to me and says, you know, I don't want to be on Facebook because, you know, I'm not going to get that information, you, you can't do that. It's part It's part of your marketing plan. The key is how do you do it, how you do it where you can make use of the information and have people feel confident that when they're engaging with you on that platform that nothing is being shared that could hurt them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. That's basically the answer I was looking for. Not, I mean, not the answer, but. You answered the question, yeah. <laughs> is, is basically, in, in, a, in a conclusive fashion. Let's just put it that way. Uh, once again, we're speaking today with Harry Hecht. He is the social media guru for SCORE. And as uh, you've heard him describe here, it's all about knowing which platform works best for your business. It's because there's so many options out there. 
it's it's like it's kind of like anything in our society. There's so many <laughs> options. It can be it can be daunting. So you end up maybe wanting them all. Well, the, but the it, challenge is, is not the once you have the platform, then you have to figure out the content. That's even a more overwhelming. <laughs> what you're going to share? All right, well, we'll talk about that on the other side of the That's break fun. because we uh, we're out of time in this segment of the show, but we got another one to go. And don't forget, Harry is going to be at BizFest. That's Wednesday, May the second, starting at noon. It'll wrap up about eight eight thirty after the cocktail party. It's the best business networking opportunity you'll have all year long, and you'll be able to meet people like Harry, like Lucy. And perhaps even sit down and, and speak with them for a few moments. And if nothing else, you'll make the contact. But uh, please do take advantage of that. And once again, you can go to the uh, SCORE Facebook page, that's SCORE Orlando on Facebook, to sign up and find out more about what's going on at SCORE in general and about BizFest in particular. That's SCORE Orlando on Facebook, and the website is orlando.score.org. And we'll be right back with more of What's the SCORE. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Harry Hecht is in the studio with us today, and by us I mean Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart. And earlier in the show, you might have heard Harry mention, you know, he was a SCORE volunteer in New Jersey and then became a SCORE volunteer as soon as he got it. one of the first things he did when he got down here to Central Florida, as a matter of fact. But he mentioned the fact that SCORE, especially in other parts of the country, is a very well-kept secret. Well, it's not such a well-kept secret around here anymore because of this radio show. Been doing this show for a couple of years now. It germinated at a biz fest, in fact. And because of this show, a lot more people in the Central Florida area know about SCORE and its offerings. So thank you for listening. Thank you for getting the word out there. And please continue to do so because everyone who has a business or is starting a business can use the help that SCORE offers. I guarantee you that. And you may be able to use the help that Salem Media Group Orlando offers as well. They have four great radio stations here in Central Florida, so you can zero in on that demographic that you want to hear your message, perhaps in your very own voice. You can do it in a number of ways. You can advertise on radio the standard way with your own radio commercial. Once again, it could be in your voice or the voice of the personalities here at the station. And or you can have your very own radio show like this one right here. The best way to find out how radio can help you is call Bill Files at 407-618-1760. Bill is the station manager here for Orlando, excuse me, Salem Orlando Media. Or is that Orlando Salem Media? Anyway, Salem Media Orlando, I believe it is. Anyway, Bill can straighten you out on that, and he can straighten you out on uh, what it means to be on radio and how effectively and affordable it is. That's 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760. Okay, let's get back to Harry. We were just talking uh, before the uh, break that it's one thing to figure out what platform works best. So let's just take SCORE, for example. You came in, you saw that there it was sort of scattered, and there was no focus. So you focused in on Facebook and the website. How did you then determine what to put on Facebook and on the website yeah, as you so, put it, the content? Yeah, so, you know, we look we look at our members and our users of the uh, SCORE Orlando and the Entrepreneur Center, and we, we look at the, the type of services we're providing and what, what is in demand. So I, would, I was testing out a number of different articles. And just, just keep in mind that when you create content or share content, 
you don't necessarily need to. Uh, <coughs> That's okay. Uh, once again, we're speaking with Harry Hecht, and you can find him on LinkedIn. That's Harry Hecht, <laughs> H-E-C-H-T, H-E-C-H-T. Okay, Harry. I'm going to try. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm just remind everybody once again, uh, BizFest, while he gets his voice back here. <laughs> BizFest, Wednesday, May the 2nd, starts at noon in the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. Just park in the parking garage there and follow the vines on the wall. They'll take you right in. You can go to Orla- Score Orlando on Facebook to pre-register for that and find out more details. And as I was saying, Lucy's going to be there. Be there. Rich will be there. I'll be there with the cast of my radio show doing a live remote broadcast at 5 o'clock. And uh, that's while that's as the formalities are wrapping up. And then the, the big, wonderful cocktail party. <laughs> yeah, get there early, though, because Rich <laughs> might uh, drain the bar. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. May the 2nd, Wednesday. And it's free. And we would like you to pre-register, but it is indeed free. Okay, so now back to here. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I survived. Yeah, okay. so we're talking about content. And, you know, original content is something you might write, take a picture about something, create a, you know, maybe a podcast where you did it yourself. Then there's content where somebody else did content that's on a relative topic to your business that we might want to share, meaning we didn't create it, but we're sharing it. In most cases on the SCORE platform on our Facebook, we're sharing business tips that we've, you know, vetted, vetted or read about and putting them on there. Not as original content, but as sharing content. So I started doing that with various topics, marketing, social media, finance. And we were able to look at the analytics to see what was being viewed. And when we found that going from 30 to 100 to 200, you know, we shared more of that. So, you know, I did that as trial and error. I was usually sharing once a day, not more than once a day. And based on that, I was, you know, researching content from others and putting it on there that was popular. And it it varies based on our you know, so, the, the, the type of people we're working with. You, you know, the, the great, wonderful thing about social media is that you can get statistics. Right and there. that is one of the, obviously, yep. one of the most important things that all businesses need. Because you need, to, you know, marketing is, is really one of the big expenses of any business. And if you're not spending your money correctly, that can hurt you. So statistics on social media are very valuable. It's funny. I was sharing just positive quotes, but, you know, that for business people, entrepreneurs. And those, those are viewed 10 times as much as anything else I share. Just a quote from right. a famous entrepreneur. Right. right. And it's simple. Inspirational but it, get, but it gets viewed. Right. You know, yeah. so I do one or two of those a week. And then other things might be more granular, more detailed, more, you know, more, right. more finance-driven or but, but the bottom line is the viewers will tell you, if you look and see what they're viewing, what they want to see more of, in essence, is what yeah, you're so talking about. Yeah, so we try about. to ask them, you know, what would you like to see more of? So, you right. know, again, that's the interaction. But you also mentioned that, that, without saying it, that you need to be regular. In other words, you said you were going on there once a day. Yes. But you were doing something once a day. They became used to it at a certain time, too. So, you know, when you test it out on for your business or what we did at SCORE, we find Facebook readers are first thing in the morning, sometimes at lunch, and then at the end of the day. So I was putting things on at 5.30 in the morning, and I started testing things 2 o'clock in the afternoon and found out that 5.30 in the morning, where entrepreneurs were getting started, was getting viewed much more than something later in the day. So it's basically you test, test it again, research it, and continue what works. So for SCORE anyway, people were looking for information there when they had, if you will, a little free time. Yes. 
But for others, depending on the situation, it may be they may be looking for your if it's a B2B type thing, they'll be looking for you and that information during business hours. Yeah, if you're a restaurant and you want to promote today's menu on your web, you know, your web page or your Facebook page, you're probably not going to get a lot of hits at eight o'clock in the morning for dinner. Right. So you're probably going to do something maybe at lunch or one when people are thinking about what they're going to do for dinner. So I always coach clients that just once you make your decision on content, then it's timeliness of the release of it and then measuring when people are looking at it because, you know, it's got to be found. Oh, timeliness. That's a factor. That, that, and if you share too much, then people tune out as well. So it's a fine line between sharing regular content and sharing too much content. Okay. And once again, because, as Lucy was talking about, because the platform will provide you with the analytics, the statistics of who's viewing and when, they will tell you and just pay attention and then you'll know where your most effective marketing is going. As you said, it's time-consuming. We tell our entrepreneurs, you can't really delegate this until you understand it yourself. Everybody comes and says, well, I need a social media manager that's going to do all my marketing. Well, if you don't understand the... The concept of it and what to measure, you can't tell if that contractor is doing a great job. So you need to kind of get inside your business, understand it, test it before you start to delegate it. And contractors, to be fair, they are business people too. Absolutely. So, you know, if you don't understand what they're doing, then it kind of gets lost in the sauce, you might say. (laughs) There may not be any intentional ill will. You might not get a return. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. People spinning wheels. And uh, that's the whole point of SCORE and folks like Harry Hecht over at SCORE to keep you from spinning your wheels. And that's what we're talking about here today. Uh, To get back, you gave out some statistics earlier, and uh, it had to do with businesses started. And you mentioned 51,000 last year that SCORE assisted new businesses. And you mentioned that uh, the majority of them were women who were starting new yeah, businesses. Yeah, in the, in the startup mode, you know, just so you know, you, if you take a look at the landscape of small business in the overall economy, you know, 54% of all businesses are so small and medium-sized businesses. And they're responsible for over 38% of the national revenue. So the small business engine is, is a key engine. It is uh, the it, engine. It, it is the engine. It so is the score is busier than ever. Um, and, you know, the people that are creating businesses now are, you know, at, at an accelerated rate. And each time that needle moves up with new businesses started and the second and third year of business they sustain and they're adding employees, its contribution is, 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 is immensely important to our, our economy, which is in good shape right now. But, you know, right now it's it's real key. And those statistics go up. The type of people that are starting a business is, are what's what's changed, and that's sixty percent of the of all new businesses being started are coming from women, and thirty nine percent are minorities. It's and that and that number was under fifty percent not that long ago. Uh, these are all good numbers, yeah. and the economy is providing a, 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 an atmosphere that is far more conducive to businesses being a success. But once again, a business can fail in the best of environments yep. if you're not doing it right. And if you're, if you're, the folks are new out there at this, they especially need scores help. Do we know if uh, there are a lot of young people? It seems to me there are a lot of young people that are that have the entrepreneurial spirit. Is is, is are there any indications? We don't that- have any uh, national stats on that, but I you know I can talk to the Orlando market, and that's it's a big a big factor here. Um, the incubators that are in town, the UCF incubator the SCORE Entrepreneur Center, the Entrepreneur Center in general, and there's a number of other. There's One Million Cups organization. There's a lot of starters. The Starter Studio, the Rollins Entrepreneur. I mean, this town is on fire when it comes to entrepreneurship with people who have ideas, 
especially when it comes to, you know, visual ideas from, you know, because we're in the entertainment world here. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that are coming out of full sale. All these people are, are starting businesses or trying to start businesses, and they're staying here, which is good. They're not going home to some other area. They're, they're graduating here and staying here. So we see a lot of it at SCORE, and it's very exciting. That's good news for the area. Yep. But if you're in business, that means there's going to be a lot more competition out there, <laughs> right? So, but, but there's room. There's room because the area is growing. Yes. Yes, and, it is growing. And, and so there's, there's more room for more businesses. But once again, you want to give yourself the best chance at success that you can. And that's where the folks who have the expertise at SCORE come in. And this is just a little sample today of the things that you'll learn, for instance, when you come to Harry's lunch series uh, in uh, presentation in June. And if you, especially if you were to sit down and counsel with him and he be your mentor. So rather than spinning your wheels and wasting your time and money, both of which are extremely precious, come on down to score and get a little help. And once again, it's as much or as little as you want. That's correct. And again, remind everyone, this is all free. It is. So, I mean, where can you get a deal like that? And as Harry said, you've been working with some clients ever since you came down here, yeah. I take it. Right? Yeah, you know, you know, again, it's, it's, it's about having a good fit with the client and the counselor. And with our 60 counselors, there's, there's, there certainly is a fit. And if there's an area of expertise that I don't have, there's certainly others that have it. So we have a good team, teamwork concept uh, yeah. at, the, at the chapter as well. Okay, so you can take advantage of Harry's mentorship at SCORE, or if you'd rather have him uh, working professionally for you as a coach, you can find him on LinkedIn. That's Harry Hecht, H-E-C-H-T, Harry Hecht, on LinkedIn. And don't forget, you can meet him face-to-face at BizFest, along with the rest of us, Wednesday, May the 2nd, at noon, at the National Entrepreneur Center. And once again, this event is free, but we would prefer you to go to the Facebook page, that's Score Orlando on Facebook, and pre-register for that, and sign up for those newsletters as well. All right? So uh, thank you again, Harry, for being here today. Lucy, we'll see you next week. And uh, hopefully you folks as well with more of What's the Score. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.